philosophy is broken. You can't trust philosophy experts. You can't outsource your judgment about philosophy to the philosophers because they will give you shitty ideas. They'll betray you. They'll mislead you. They'll give you ideas that don't work. So you have to think about philosophy for yourself. But people don't want to be philosophers. They don't want to they think the field sucks, so they try to avoid it. They don't want to, you know, take over the field. They want to be, say, an economist or a physicist. So they try to do that. They try to specialize. You know, there's so many things to learn, and you can't learn them all. So people want to learn their field, and then when they need a few ideas from another field, they'll just borrow whatever the experts say and keep doing their own thing, rather than, like, learning all the other fields, which would distract them from their field. So what do the economists do for philosophy? Uh, partly, they just trust the really bad experts. Partly, they trust their common sense intuition, which is... They have some ideas about like how philosophy works that they picked up during childhood from their culture, from their school, and so on. Right? Ideas about philosophy are so common and such a part of life because it deals with reason and methods of thinking. So people have ideas about that even if they've never read a philosophy book and they've never directly interacted with any philosophy experts. So they have a bunch of ideas about it, but the ideas are, you know, not fully conscious. Um, they, they couldn't put them all into words and they haven't like critically analyzed them and thought them all through because they're not philosophers. That's not what they do. Then the other thing they do is they reinvent part of philosophy within their own field. Like economics uh, and Mises has some philosophy material. Um, they try to do some of the philosophy themselves, but they try to do it without actually studying the field of philosophy. So they're reinventing things. And when you reinvent things, you make a lot of mistakes. Um, and some of the mistakes are, like, super avoidable. You know, they were already made by philosophers, and then philosophers figured them out. And now the economists who don't read philosophy and don't know anything about philosophy, they try to do philosophy, they repeat a lot of the past mistakes. So when a field tries to, like, reinvent philosophy while being unwilling to actually, like, learn philosophy, um, they don't do a very good job. They're not just going to recreate the entire field of philosophy in a half-assed way, in an incomplete way, and, and do a better job. They might do better than some of the current philosophy experts because they're so bad, but they won't actually do a good job. And they won't do better than the actual good philosophers. If you go hunt through all the philosophers, um, you know, the, the substantial majority are quite bad, but there have been some good thinkers who did some good, useful work. And instead of trying to reinvent everything, you'd be a lot better off uh, learning what's already known from the people who did good work, like Karl Popper and Ayn Rand and William Godwin and Socrates and a bunch of others. Some of the famous names and some not. But that's like a whole big project. So, like, they avoid it. 
and it's, it's screwed up because to actually learn enough about philosophy to not fuck up your own field and, and to judge like which philosophers are any good for yourself and to not just put yourself in the hands of trusting experts. Um, you basically have to become one of the best philosophers alive because like if the experts are so bad and then you actually figure out which philosophers are any good, then you are now better than the experts. So you are a philosopher, like it or not. Right? There, there's just there's no way there's no way to avoid philosophy because there aren't trustable experts, and and like you can't trust popular opinion. You you have to look at the field for yourself, and you'll do a much better job if you know that you have to look at the field for yourself and you do it on purpose, and you actually try to survey the field. And you actually try to look at um, not just like which sides are popular, but also which sides have good points. And try to you have to actually try to sort it out. Like which arguments refute which arguments. All right. Well, then which which philosophies are left standing um, and aren't refuted? Like instead of just like which ideas are refuted less, you need to actually look for ideas that are not refuted. That's one of the the really important ideas in philosophy. Uh, which is not well known or popular, but um, proper rational thinking involves methods of actually getting answers um, that aren't compromises, that aren't just like we know it's wrong, but we're going to do it anyways. You need to find ideas that aren't wrong, as far as you know, uh, rather than just accepting known errors. You should only be wrong in unknown ways. Like you can't avoid unknown error. Um, you're going to make mistakes, but you can at least avoid known error. If you know why something's wrong, don't do it. And so you need to take like that attitude and apply it to philosophies. Um, if, if you know what's wrong with one, don't accept it. You can accept a different version where you've edited it. You have to look at, okay, if we know this is wrong, how do we change it so it's not wrong anymore? Um, you, can, you can try to change it. Like, Can we just delete that part? Well, if that part was unimportant, yeah, just delete the part that was wrong and keep the rest. But sometimes that part is connected to a bunch of other parts. So then you have to make like bigger changes to try to fix it. And sometimes you can do that and you come up with something good that you don't know anything wrong with it. But other times you try to do that, you can't figure anything out, it's not working. So you have no idea how to rescue this philosophy and then you end up giving up on it. Anyway, you have to do like all that kind of thinking to, to learn and understand philosophy and make reasonable judgments about it. Because you cannot trust the experts, the, the philosophers, the philosophy professors with PhDs who have done that for you in a reasonable way. They, they haven't done it right. And there's no avoiding philosophy in your field, like economics or physics or whatever. Because in your field, you need learning. You need to evaluate ideas. You know, say, say you're in business and your employee comes to you and he says, hey boss, I got a good idea. We should do this. I mean, should you do it or not? That's evaluating an idea. That's trying to use reason to reach a conclusion. Um, and so that's the task for philosophy. And if you just go purely by common sense, um, or by your intuitions or whatever, it's very risky um, because they're distorted by a lot of bad philosophies. They have bits of Kant in them. They have bits of Hegel in them. They have bits of postmodernism in them. And even the stuff that's like uh, from a better tradition, like 
more of, I don't know, the British Enlightenment, you know, comes more from that kind of thinking. It still has errors in it, too. Um, and some of them are pretty bad. 